And we know that everything that was rounded up into the COVID era as being a response to this so-called virus, viral pandemic, is classified as a military countermeasure, a COVID countermeasure owned by the military and supervised and controlled by the military. Hey friends, Sean from SGT Report here. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's great to have you back. That was my longtime friend and researcher, Sophia Smallstorm. Before we start this one, did you guys see Stu Peters rip the BBC a new one? Because they won't tell the truth about the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. Well, Sophia's here to tell you the absolute truth. Welcome to the biomedical security state and state-run bioterrorism programs. This is the COVID-era Killbox. Before we start, just a quick word about our sponsor. There's no denying that gold is hot right now, and so is inflation. Prices are soaring, and experts are predicting there's more to come. Not so long ago, gold reached its all-time high of $2,069 an ounce, and now it's inching ever closer to that number once again. Bank of America, one of the largest banks in the world, is saying gold will rise further still to over $2,200 an ounce this year. Gold is already a safety net for your hard-earned money, and now when the stock market is all over the place and the value of the dollar is very uncertain, being safe really counts like never before. Now, there's always a risk of investment, and there's no guarantee of any kind, so do your own due diligence. Noble Gold is offering a 5-ounce America the Beautiful coin for any qualified IRA or old 401k rollover. Terms apply. A solid silver U.S. Mint-issued coin celebrating our national parks. Free with every qualifying precious metals IRA or 401k rollover. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. Give them a call at 877-646-5347. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. Hey friends, welcome back. Thank you so much for tuning in. It's Sean from SGTReport.com, TheFazer.com, and TheLibertyMill.com. Friends, the antidote to corporate propaganda is here with the real news, and I'm very glad to have back on the line my longtime friend, Sophia Smallstorm. Sophia, welcome back. Thank you, Sean. I'm always happy to do a show with you. It's very nice of you. Well, thank you so much for being here. You know, I always give you credit for being the mind behind 9-11 Mysteries, a documentary that woke me up. You also did, I think, very important work regarding what happened at Sandy Hook. But today, guys, we're going to be talking about the construction of the kill box. Now, it's Catherine Watts, who I believe sort of popularized the term. It's a military term, and it, I think, really defines the COVID era that we're now being forced to go through. Now, Clifford Carnicom has done great work. In terms of some of the things that have been found long before they rolled out the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine, the term Morgellons comes to mind. Guys, we're going to be talking about this and so much more today. I have some clips queued up, one of which is from Clifford Carnicom. Another is from the interview I did with attorney Todd Callender and researcher Catherine Watt. But I want to start with wherever you'd like to start today, Sophia, a novel microbe found in everything biological. I think we can credit some of that research about the novel microbe found in everything biological to Clifford Carnicom. Many of us like to call it Morgellons, but as you noted in your email to me, whatever it is, it's in everything biological and it's creating a new biology within all life. Where should we start? Well, first, I want to just clean up what you said there, Sean. It isn't Morgellons. Morgellons, we have to be very clear, is a manifestation of usually skin-related issues. 
that suddenly began to appear on people's bodies. They couldn't escape these fibers and whatnot that were coming out of their skin. So it was a systemic thing. Let's call it a syndrome. But nobody really knew the cause of it until Clifford Carnicom started collecting samples of fibers from people and tissue samples from people. And he found that they correlated with the materials he had discovered falling out of the sky in New Mexico in the late 1990s, which was that was spurred by his noticing that planes were leaving streaks and trails in the sky that would fan out and become haze. And he understood that there were atmospheric abnormalities going on, and he didn't know why. So he began his research in the late 90s, and then we got this Morgellons term going when he discovered through experiments that he was very assiduously conducting, informing himself, reading voluminous texts to learn scientific methodology. And he found that the people who had this syndrome of stuff coming out of their bodies and these very nasty lesions on their skin that never healed, that these people's body materials, when cultured, were growing filaments and fibers that he was he had already um, collected from environmental sampling years before. Okay, well, thank you for the clarification. Look, I'm glad you actually made that clarification because what I really want to talk about is what is now being found in the blood veins of people who are dying from having taken the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. And I want to play an extremely important update from our friend Greg Reese in one second. But since we mentioned Killbox and the legal framework for the construction of the Killbox, let me play this soundbite from Clifford Carnicom. This is an interview with Anna Maria, the doctor, and I think it's very important. The EPA letter he got, which said, we're not aware, even though he made him aware of this phenomenon that was found. And after a FOIA was filed, this happened. It is at that time, a year and a half later, that the EPA, what they do is they return the material to me. Okay? They return it to me, and, and they now their statement is, we have no obligation, this is paraphrasing, but the, uh, the statement is we have no obligation to do anything unless we ask for it. This is their statement. Okay. Sophia, I'm coming back to you. Look, I just wanted to play that because I think the response that Clifford got from the EPA plays into this militarized idea of this bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine in the construction, the legal history of the construction of the kill box. Do you have any response to what Clifford just said in that EPA response to his research before I play the important clip from Greg Reese? Okay, yes. The, let's just call it refusal, denial, deliberate ignoring of the information Clifford was putting in front of the EPA, asking them to please acknowledge receipt of it and comment on what it was. This denial is what is key to the whole thing because it's what we've experienced with the um, vaccines, the so-called vaccines, denial that anything is wrong with them. It's all safe and effective, safe and effective. But the kill box, Sean, just to get into the definition of that, the kill box, okay, in weaponry, I'm quoting from Wikipedia, is a three-dimensional target area defined to facilitate the integration of coordinated joint weapons fire. So weapons fire means firepower. And this is the military capability to direct force at an enemy. And it involves a whole range of potential weapons. 
So through the ages, firepower has come to mean offensive power applied from a distance. Can I ask you something? Yes. So Catherine Watts, Bailiwick News, her latest is titled Construction of the Kill Box, Legal History. And in it, she mentions the biomedical security state and state-run bioterrorism programs. You just mentioned the enemy. Evidently, we the people are the enemy. Yes. The reason being that Clifford Carnicom is the guy who came up with the term COVID era. So let's use COVID era as a key term in this interview and kill box as another key term. So in this COVID era with its deadly pandemic and more to come, they're telling us this well-cemented germ theory. We know what the germ theory is, right? has made us all into terrorists, specifically bioterrorists, to be subjected to continual cleansing and control. So this is the kill box. We have been framed and gathered into a three-dimensional target area, which is basically the entire world, and we must be subjected to control, firepower, elimination, let's call it culling, reduction, um, governance, because we are threatening them or everyone. We are a threat. We are a bio threat. So now I'm going to make another connection. This is kill box is a military term. And I'm going to say something. This is very interesting. The $1 billion manufacturing contract that was awarded to Moderna in April 2020, and then it was amended, actually it was half a million in April and amended to a million in July mm-hmm. for the COVID quote unquote vaccines. Guess who signed it? Wendell Conyers. He is a contract specialist, and this is his email, wendell.conyers at us.army.mil. So this is a military signature on this contract. And we know that from Sasha Latipova and Catherine Watt, that every everything that was rounded up into the COVID era as being a response to this so-called virus, viral pandemic, is classified as a military countermeasure, a COVID countermeasure owned by the military and, and supervised and controlled by the military. So this is what Catherine is talking about, these legal shenanigans that she said began all the way back in 1969 Mm -hmm. that slowly, slowly herded us into this COVID era with its extremely stringent protocols that are absolutely, you know, they're eating up our rights and our freedoms. And we're supposed to agree with this because we're supposed to believe we are all at risk and we are each putting the other at risk. Right, right, right. So that's why China is building concentration camps to protect everybody by putting everybody into their own little chattel cars where they must live a life of isolation to protect the greater good. It's absolute insanity. Now, I was going to play the clip from Greg Reese. I will do that, but you've inspired me now to instead first play the clip from my interview with attorney Todd Callender and Catherine Watt because I think she really explains this war against we the people here quite succinctly. I mean, I think you can talk about it as the militarization of public health. You can also talk about it as the merger of the public health apparatus with the military apparatus to create like, uh, uh, I don't know, like a, a complex of the two things that serves both purposes. It serves on the surface, the public health mission of allegedly helping people live healthier lives. But on the other side, it serves this military purpose, which is actually to control 
and injure and kill people. And the reason that they did it is because it enables it to be not obvious to people. If if they had just come out as wars prior to the biomedical police state, state of world war, they had done it the ordinary way. It's like you have to do an invasion and you have to um, mark out whose border is where and say that you are like invading a country or you're defending your country from an invasion by doing it in this covert way and getting people to falsely think that it is medicine and falsely think that there is a public health threat or emergency and falsely think that the government is authorized in some way to legitimately manage the response to whatever this crisis is they make it all hidden and that's how it can keep going on so long and that's why as more and more people figure out that it's just a lie it's just an attack it's just a bio warfare program now obviously we can see they're they're going into a little bit of the the fallback positions of like regulatory capture and um there's different things that they're starting to do now um but once more people see it as a lie it is no longer as covert as they intended it to be uh sophia as long as people start to recognize that this is all a lie then their program is not as covert as they intended it to be you know i've made this point in so many interviews it would be easier if we were being invaded because then our brethren our friends and family our colleagues our neighbors, they'd all recognize that World War III is being waged against us. So she's right. It's a covert war. Silent weapons for quiet wars, Sophia. Yes, and I'm going to make another point. This is another connection that I made, which I think will make people sit up a little bit. So she talks about this all being a war. It's been disguised through many, many, she calls them statutory protocols or something like that, right? Um developments that have gone on through one act and another act and another act. I just posted on my blog the history that she has put together of this increased, um, this deployment of this kill box firepower upon us, the bioterrorists. But Sean, let's not forget, this is all military, so let's not forget how many military-style aircraft have been spraying the sky at high altitudes, striping the skies. And these are not passenger airliners. They're too small. They're too high. They leave the grids of the nasty white trails, and then we get the hazy skies. So the Earth became a kill box way, way, way long ago. It didn't just start, right? Mm -hmm. No, I think that's an excellent point. Maybe that's why I led with more Gellins, you know, because this was our topic today. I read the latest from Catherine Watts on her uh, on her Substack there, Bellywick News, and uh, one of you all used this term: novel microbe found in everything biological is creating a new biology within all life. I want people to understand what the repercussions of this war on humanity are. I'm going to keep beating this horse to death because. World War III is being waged against us, friends. I just had on Dr. William Mackis. That's how you pronounce the name. Look at this, though, Sophia. 28-year-old doctor died on April 18th. He was mandated to take the COVID-19 mRNA bioweapon. His cancer progressed extremely rapidly. Turbo cancer is what it's being coined. How about this lovely, beautiful young woman? 21-year-old University of Georgia student, Liza Burke, had a brain bleed on March 10th. 
and now she's dead. She was on vacation in Mexico. Four weeks later, she's dead. How about this one right here? Proudly vaccinated, Columbus, Ohio, 31-year-old business manager Jennifer Stratton died suddenly on April 17th. She was at dinner, Sophia. She felt sick and went to the bathroom, and she died at the restaurant. This is happening all over the world, and the mainstream horror media refuse to report about it. And now I want to play this clip from Greg Reese, because thermographic imaging shows massive blood clots in the asymptomatic vaxxed. Do you have any comments before I play this important clip? Yes, we're going to jump right back to Clifford and the findings that he has reported on for the last 20 years after this. All right. God help us, friends. Please spread this information far and wide. Spread it to those in your lives who are still unvaxxed, who may not know the whole truth. And you may even want to share this information with those who are vaxxed, lest they decide to get another bioweapon booster shot. Thermography or thermal imaging can detect abnormal internal body temperatures allowing it to highlight areas of inflammation and poor blood circulation. It is the most effective, non-invasive way of detecting deep vein thrombosis, otherwise known as blood clots. Biologist Felipe Reitz in Brazil has his own line of thermographic imaging equipment and began diagnosing his vaccinated patients who were injected with the COVID shots. What he found was extensive blood clotting, throughout the entire vascular system in asymptomatic people who received the shot. This image was taken of a 23-year-old athlete. The dark lines are blood clots. I'm going to pause it right there. I'm going to keep playing this. Sophia, I've got goosebumps because this is such a horrific attack on humanity. No wonder athletes around the world are dropping dead. No wonder children playing basketball or on the soccer field or young ladies going to a restaurant die in the bathroom. It's just, oh my God. If you're not outraged, friends, you're not paying attention. Sean, I posted an interview that Anna Mihalchia did with Felipe Wrights on my blog several months ago, and I took a clip from it, a still shot of exactly this kind of horrific, ghostly, you know, dark material in somebody's legs, both legs. And yes, when you put your body under demand, when you have to push that cardiovascular system to pump oxygen to your muscles and return venous blood to be reoxygenated, it can't be done with this kind of clogging going on in your venous system and sometimes in the arteries as well. So yes, this is why people are feeling more and more tired. This is why people are feeling less and less inspired. You cannot feel good with this stuff going on. No. And let me just say, biblically speaking, the blood is the life. So no wonder they're targeting our blood. The dark lines are blood clots. This 23-year-old got the shot, but has no symptoms. Felipe Wrights also conducted live blood analysis. And like we've been hearing from several other researchers, Wrights is reporting the presence of foreign structures taking shape in the blood of the vaccinated. Sophia, I wanted to pause on this one because that ring around her uh, belly area? Do you have any idea why she would be having blood clots right there? I'm just asking you to guess or give me conjecture on that. I will give you a wild guess. It is the area of a waistband of clothing. Hmm. And so where you have increased pressure on the venous system, there's going to be even less circulation, right? Yeah, that makes sense. If you wear socks that have ribbing and you know how you take them off and you look at your calves and they have lines in them right there. Well, your blood, 
with your skin squished like that, your blood is going to have a harder time coming back even. That's my guess, that this is where she has had her waistband because it's very it's very linear and yeah. it ha- it reflects our clothing style of mm-hmm. today. Mm-hmm. So that's the only thing I can guess at. But again, she's got all kinds of other blotches going on in her lower abdominal region and she can see maybe that's the I don't it's not the femoral artery but right there at the base of her where her hip flexors are you would see um you're seeing darkness but i mean it's very very unfortunate i am surprised that people walk around and they don't feel the effects of this because that's what wright says he says that they don't seem to feel it until they put their system under they exert and um put demand on their cardiovascular system but more interesting Sean, is what is this stuff made of? Now, Dr. Anna Mihalchia believes that this is a graphene-based hydrogel mesh. And there are other people who've said that it's a proteinaceous material. It may be some kind of synthetic protein. There's a lot of fibrin showing up in the blood. And fibrin is a, it's a, it's a proteinaceous structure that the body creates in order to, for instance, when you cut yourself, you'll produce fibrin because it helps to mesh the skin together where you have that wound. And fibrin also helps blood to clot. So Mihalchia has noticed under in microscopy examinations of vaxxed and unvaxxed blood that people have a lot of fibrin showing up, which is the the body's response to injury. So no matter what, the body is saying, I have been injured. And I'm producing this fibrin. I'm going to try to clot blood and I'm going to try to mend skin. So what Clifford has come up with is this microbe. I call it the NMO. His word for it is the cross-domain bacteria, CDB. But I have called it the NMO. He calls it a microbe that we've never seen before. So I call it novel microorganism. And we know GMO. Now we have NMO. So this novel microorganism is producing proteins. He, in all of his research, has come up with the indisputable reality that this thing, which shows up as a white dot in his microscope images, which he can't see further into because he doesn't possess an electron microscope. So he has calculated that this white organism that he sees in everything. It could be a plant leaf. It could be your blood. It could be somebody else's skin or some body fluid from somebody on the other side of the world. This thing is showing up everywhere. And this thing is generating, it is orchestrating the creation of all kinds of metabolic products. It produces lipids. It produces carbohydrates. It produces nucleic acids. And more, most important, it produces proteins. Proteins are the structure materials, the structure making materials of the body. And they're the messengers. So he says, I'm going to quote from his interview part four with Harry Blazer, which is on my blog. He says, no matter how small that thing is, it's a living organism. I proved repeatable production of metabolic products and the proteins. This is going to be key. And I accomplished the extraction of the organism's DNA. He taught himself how to do that, Sean. He read texts after text and found out how to extract DNA. 
but he can't read the DNA because he doesn't have the means to do that. So everybody can only go so far, right? And then other people have to step in and help. People who have more equipment, more expensive equipment, the credentials, the labs, to sequence, which means to read the DNA of this organism that he has already extracted. He says, you have everything in place for what now needs to be done. And years ago, this needed to be done. So he says, it's obvious what the right thing to do is. It's obvious what that is now, all right? This thing produces proteins. And he also says in this COVID era, we have reports of blood coming in, right? Images of filament structures showing up in blood, which are being attributed to the COVID era. So since the COVID era was was forced on us, these filaments are absolutely starting to profusely appear in all kinds of people. And he found the same filaments years ago. They weren't showing up in the kind of frequency that they're showing up now. So what has happened in the last three-year period? You've got reports coming in of health consequences, he tells us, particularly involving the blood. You have reports of unusual fibers and filaments appearing in people's blood. You have reports of increased mortality, of vascular and heart issues, of lethal blood clots. Okay, so he says, and he's absolutely right, that we've got the DNA. If you want to know what this thing is, read its DNA. And he says, if you want to stop what it's doing, once you understand what it is, You will understand what it's doing and how it's doing it, and you will be able to interfere with the activity of this microbe, of this novel microorganism, which is busy making a new biology in everybody. So I would like to introduce a term that I learned recently. It's called holobiont. Have you heard of this, holobiont? Guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Just a quick word about our sponsor. Did you know Bank of America is saying gold will go to 2200 this year? An all-time high. Invest in a gold IRA with Noble Gold Investments today and take advantage of this rare opportunity to secure your retirement savings. Now remember, there's always a risk of investment and no guarantee of any kind, so do your own due diligence. But I myself own gold. With the experts at Noble Gold Investments, you can ride the wave of gold's historic rise to financial security amidst all the inflation. This month, they're offering a solid silver 5-ounce America the Beautiful coin with every qualifying precious metals IRA or 401k rollover. You can't go wrong with Noble Gold Investments. Hurry and go to noblegoldinvestments.com to secure your wealth and bag a free 5-ounce America the Beautiful coin if you qualify. noblegoldinvestments.com. That's noblegoldinvestments.com. Can you spell the last word? H-O-L-O. Hollow means all. Totality. Biont is E-I-O-N-T. So we, you are a hollow biont, Sean. So am I. We are an organism, a host organism with a grouping of internal and surrounding organisms or bionts, right? So you've got gut bacteria. Those are endobionts living inside you. You've got candida in your armpit, in your nose. I'm sorry to tell you. And you're all over your skin is little fungi and microbes crawling. And those are bionts. They're living outside of you. But 
you together with all those organisms inside and out are a hollow biont. So, what is happening now? We are a hollow biont with a new invader. All the other biont's that live in us and upon us are they belong to categories of life, specific categories of life. They're fungi, they're bacteria, or they are what we are, um, eukarya, fungi or eukarya. But what has happened? This thing crosses all the domains and it's living inside us. So it is a, an interloper. It is profusely distributed now. It's had years and years to, to replicate itself and appear. It is self-replicating. The materials it makes are self-replicating. And it exists. And it's foreign. So Clifford says it's extremely important to understand what thing this thing is doing and interfere with what it's doing. And he has reached the end of what he can do. All right. Now, before I continue playing this clip, I just want to say a couple of real quick things. You said something really important earlier in the interview. Uh, the Earth has become, or you said, the Earth became a kill box. The title for this video might be The Earth Has Become a Kill Box. Because, friends, as I play the rest of this report from Greg Reese, just consider that Deagle.com prediction a few years back of a reduction of the population of the United States from 320 million people to 100 million people by 2025. You know, I was not going to play... The new Moderna ad, which is uh, featured at the end of Greg's video, but now I think I will because they're very proud of their mRNA technology. And uh, their new tagline, Sophia, is this changes everything. Imagine the double entendre of that meaning. It has shown how the blood cells clump together as a result of getting the shot. Last week, Dr. Richard Fleming posted a video of what happens when the genetic vaccines are added directly to human blood. After adding the Janssen vaccine to a healthy blood sample, the blood can be seen under magnification as it begins to clump and cluster together in real time. In studies performed by Natural News, it was concluded that these so-called blood clots are almost entirely lacking key marker elements that would be present in human blood, yet show significantly higher concentrations of elements that are used in electronics and circuitry. Meanwhile, the CEO of Moderna, the company that price gouged their customers by 500% for the deadly shot, was given a 50% raise after cashing in $400 million of stock. The longer we go without justice, the more acceptable this becomes. Moderna is now investing in the future of their clot shots. Let me pause that. We're going to come back to that spot in a second, but uh, I want to ask you a question, Sophia. It's now so obvious. I mean, just look at the work from Richard Fleming there. It's so obvious that the people who have developed this bioweapon have done so on purpose and they knew what the effects were uh, and they knew what the effects would be. I've got that FDA slide from October 2020 that I'll put up on the screen here. These are just some of the adverse effects that they knew would be caused by the clot shot, the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. My question for you is this. You mentioned in the email to me about this show today, the legal strategies formed since 1969, which Catherine Watt has talked about, that absolves these people, our actor rulers, from responsibility for harming us. In what kind of upside down world could they create and distribute a bioweapon such as this one, 
and get away with it? What possible legal structure could there be that would allow them to do that? And I guess when you give us that answer, we'll understand why there is no justice and no perp walks for people like Albert Borla or uh, Mansaf Slawi over at Moderna. Sean, it's a network of countermeasures that they very cleverly woven together and introduced systematically over the years. In Catherine Watts' um, post, which you'll find on my blog that I just posted today, you'll find the whole legal history, how they did this. And most people, this is beyond most people, exactly that, construction of the kill box, legal history. And if you scroll down, you will see the different acts, the different acts that they instituted. Scroll a little more. Okay, so there they are. Six of the enabling statutes in chronological order of congressional enactment, starting in 1969. And then she gives summaries of them below. All right, so I'm going to throw some words at you, and you're going to tell me, no, 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 I've never heard of any of these. So, oneromancy, arithmancy, chiromancy, seromancy, ololigmancy, tyromancy, tassiography. Have you heard of any of those words? What do you think? Ah, uh, no, but I know you know what they are. So they all relate to predicting the future. For instance, tassiography, the last one, is predicting the future by looking at tea leaves. You've heard of this, right? Right. The first one, oneromancy, means predicting the future by reading dreams, divination by dreams. So the second one, arithmancy, is looking at numbers. Third one, chiromancy, is looking at a person's palm. So we all want to know what the future looks like. This has been part of humanity's just in unstoppable curiosity. And there is a new word that was introduced by Olga Tokarczuk. She's a Polish writer. She won the 2018 Nobel Prize in Literature. She's trained as a psychologist. She brought out a new word, scientomancy, divination by science. And I am going to say that the people who designed this cross-domain bacteria, this novel microorganism, who've been spraying the stuff out of the sky since the late 90s, they have to have some idea of what this is all going to do. They are scientomancy experts, but they're not telling us anything. Can I ask you something? Mm -hmm. If they are doing it and it is so widespread and broad that it is not only in the clot shots, the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine, this dangerous stuff, this dangerous component, this uh, bioweapon, this depopulation plan is also in the skies, in the environment. There must be an antidote to it. Have you given that any thought? Because these people are being sprayed. They live under the same skies as do we. Do you think that they must have an antidote? They must have gone down the path far enough that those in the know have an antidote to what is killing the rest of us. Have you given that any thought? Of course, everybody gives this thought, Sean. And it's very hard to say what, though, if there's a single antidote, if there are different forms of protection. Maybe these people want, this is all transhumanism. Right. This is a transhumanist ideology, right? That we're going to be, we're going to be infiltrated by and then taken over by, hijacked by synthetic biology. This is synthetic biology coming for everything in our body to rule. It's like, you know, the ring, the ruler ruled by the ring and the ring is the synthetic bio programs. But the question is, how are these people who deploy this on 
you know, successively lower levels of the pyramid agreeing to do this to their fellow man and themselves? Is it just about money? Is it just about money, Sean? Or are they being offered some kind of, you know, pathetic antidote that doesn't really work? Because everybody's got this just by, by, I bet you if you took somebody out of, you know, Moderna and you looked at their blood, you would find this stuff in them. It doesn't help to be working for these companies. It, I think it all has to do with how high up on the pyramid of control you are. All right. Well, let's watch the rest of this because Moderna is very proud of their technology. And by the way, guys, it's my understanding. Sophia, I think I've got this right. The COVID clot shot is the first quote unquote successful product Moderna's ever had. They don't have any other products. That's right. And they got that million dollars signed by Wendell Conyers in July 2020 to make this. All right. Let's listen to the rest of this. Moderna is very proud of what's coming, folks. They're not going to stop. This is a piece of string, a strand. Doesn't seem like much. Unless it's a strand of mRNA, the code of life inside every cell of your body. Then it has the power to change everything. mRNA has already changed how we fight viruses. It has created medicines at unprecedented speed. mRNA could change how we stand up to multiple diseases. From the widespread to the extremely rare. It could even individualize how we approach cancer. One strand of mRNA could change life for the better. Everywhere. That's getting us there. Moderna, this changes everything. This literally changes everything in a transhumanist sort of way. Sophia, you know what? If uh, the work of Edward Dowd wasn't so uh, well done, and if we didn't have the uh, quantifiable data proving a 40% rise in all-cause mortality pretty much globally, or at least in the nations that uh, accepted the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine, if we didn't have those numbers... Or if the baseline had remained at zero, if the deaths and injuries hadn't spiked 40% or higher, we might be able to buy the propaganda coming from this spot. mRNA technology is terrific. Just wait, get in line for the next shot. The technology will save humanity. But the dirty secret that we all know, at least those of us paying attention, Sophia, is that the mRNA vaccine is the bioweapon. And these people aren't going to stop. They're very proud of it. Yeah, and if you think about it, mRNA are letters contained in the name Moderna. Right. Right? But here's the thing. Some of these researchers are saying they can't find mRNA in the vials. I've heard that. Yeah. So whatever, it's being sold to us as an mRNA countermeasure that's going to correct all of the genetic failure and weakness that we have. And this is, you know, we're in the era of genetic medicine now. Sean, you're aware of that, right? 
Yes, 100%. And by the yeah. way, this is a biomedical security state with state-run bioterror programs. This is what we're talking about, folks. So if you don't think the Deagle.com prediction had any weight or merit, when that prediction came out around 2016-17, nobody could have imagined what we'd be going through today. Nobody knew that it was going to be delivered via the biomedical security state. I was thinking a nuclear exchange, World War Three, Sophia. No, it's scientomancy, divination by science. Only this modern science knows and it has it's the ace that it's got hidden away is this cross-domain bacteria this novel microorganism that it's introduced into everything only they know what this thing is capable of doing we're just seeing it build its product line in us slowly and we're not even aware we're changing at such a slow rate and yes there are casualties for some of us but overall the population is is continuing to push on because that's a testament to human resiliency. You know, one thing I want to point out is um, Arthur Furstenberg's book, The Invisible Rainbow, which I sell at avatarproducts.com. It's a fantastic book, very easy to read. But he points out, Sean, that since our domestic lives um, included electricity, electrification, um, electronic devices and electrical wires running through our houses, we have actually experienced uh, increased longevity and at the same time diminished quality of life. And he uh, relates this to hibernation. Animals who hibernate, you know, a bear, for instance, or whatever other, I can't even come up with any right now besides the bear, their metabolism drops to an all-time low for the duration of time that they're sleeping through the winter. And they they don't have to eat. They don't have to do anything except breathe and lie there, right? So he says, if you look at the um, metabolic responses to electricity, what's happening to us is that there is a degradation of our it has something to do with oxygenation. I wrote a newsletter on this and I can't really remember it or talk about it responsibly right now, but we are ending up living longer thanks to the fact that electricity pushes us into a state that is akin to hibernation. It's a lower metabolic state. But look at the quality of our life. Look at these old people living into their 90s and they have so many pills that they take, right? Mm -hmm. So there is a trade-off between increased lifespan and the quality of life that you're living and i my guess is that this microorganism is going to reduce our the resilience of our biology our i call it our natural wildness and that it is starting to truncate and standardize all of us in its own way but this is just a guess there is something this thing is meant to do, and only the scientomancy, the divination by science, has the answer to that. We don't have that conversation going on right now with those people because they don't admit it. Just based on what you were just saying there about folks living longer, just take a look, though, again, at all of the people that are dropping dead at young ages and the life expectancy, the average life expectancy in the West is now plummeting. I mean, ever since yeah. the rollout of the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine, we're seeing, I, I think, the average life expectancy in the West was about 75 years. I think that's rapidly starting to come down, just based on the averages of all these young people dying suddenly, Sophia. Yes. And remember, when you 
do averaging, it starts to distort the picture. So Arthur Furstenberg wrote his book before the COVID era. So that report of the extended lifespan with the reduced quality of life, the lower metabolism has to do with pre-COVID. Now we're in the COVID era. Everything has changed. We're having different statistical outcomes now. And yes, people are dying in their working years, their active years. But we had a ton of old people dying in those homes when they were putting everybody on ventilators and isolating them from their families. So Catherine Fitz says that that was part of the strategy to um, reduce the drain on Social Security because they could knock off all these people in the, their latter years and then, you know, um, preserve their their what was in their coffers in that regard. But so we are having more mortality and we are our life expectancy is probably reducing if you average everything out. But this is the COVID era. But I am guessing that this organism in us is conducting something to change how we function. And yet most people aren't even aware of it. It's too complicated for them to understand. Yeah, I think that's true. And uh, because of the nature of the spiritual war against us, a lot of people are unable to recognize it, which is really sad. I still have friends, neighbors and colleagues uh, who don't understand any of this. They're not equipped to partake in the conversation you and I are having. They're just not. They just have drank the Kool-Aid their whole lives, and some of them are retired, and they're trying to enjoy their retirements, and they're not paying attention to any of this. I mean, think of all of the multifaceted attacks taking place right now. We've talked about the geoengineering in this conversation, the chemtrails. We've talked about the bioweapon masquerading as a vaccine. We've talked about the Mergellans. We haven't even talked about the collapse of the banking system, which is now in progress. We haven't talked about World War III with Russia over Ukraine or with China over Taiwan. This is a multifaceted attack. And if it's not reined in right quickly, those Deagle.com predictions are going to come true. That's right. We're going to end up, Sean, so reduced, and that is a very broad term. It refers to population culling in terms of numbers. It refers to quality of specimens being reduced as well in terms of mental, physical, and soul. You know, can I just mention what I wrote about in my February newsletter? And I also want to add here that this show marks the beginning of my newsletter becoming available to some of your followers, right? Yes, thank you for that, Sophia. What I intend to do is make your newsletter available free to my sgtreport.tv subscribers. They're fantastic people. They keep us in business with that private server beyond the reach of Big Brother, and we really appreciate them very much. So this is just one way to thank those folks for supporting us at sgtreport.tv. So, guys, if you want to become a member, you're going to get the newsletter from Sophia for free. So, Sophia, yeah, thanks for that. I thought that was a great idea that you offered that. Yes, I'm happy to do it. So listen, Sean, I read this book called Four Fish by Paul Greenberg. It was published in 2010. And, you know, I don't eat fish but I had to read this book. So what is this book about? It's about the fact that once upon a time, when people fished out of a little boat in their local you know, river or on the river bank or in a stream or from a pond, we had so many different kinds of fish that people were eating that they took home and cooked up and ate. Even when there were local fishing vessels that went out and caught fish. Most fish was caught by hand. You had to be patient to catch it. 
So now what has happened? That huge variety of fish that people were once eating, you go to any supermarket, you go to any restaurant, and there's four fish on the menu. Do you know what they are? Salmon, cod. I live in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. What else? Salmon, cod, bass, and tuna. Mm, Tuna, yeah. Everybody, bass in the Roman days was a very, very tremendous delicacy. You only ate it at weddings. But now people eat bass. They want to eat bass every single day. And There's others, you, though. What about tilapia and all? That, you know, those are you... all substitutes. Those, You know what tilapia are fed on? Are you ready for this? Garbage. Corn, soy, and human poop. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, I know. They have come up with substitutions for the fish that people like. So this four fish book covers everything. And it makes you realize that this culling of the ocean is happening to us. We're going to end up being, this is my prediction, four types of zombies. So that's why I brought this up. And that's the newsletter y'all are going to get if you subscribe to sgtreport.tv. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you very much. And uh, I want to pay it forward to you guys. You know that we always support Sophia by supporting her store, avatarproducts.com. I'm not an affiliate. I don't get a cut of any of the sales, but I do want to pay it forward to Sophia because again, you know, as I mentioned in the beginning of the interview, Sophia poured her lifeblood into waking people up over what really happened on 9-11 with 9-11 Mysteries. She's the one that provided the voiceover. She's the one that created that documentary. You've always been ahead of the curve, in my view, Sophia. So let's pay it forward here and tell people about some of the products they can buy to support you over at Avatar Products. Okay, that new Elite G-Seat is a phenomenal product. It's the best one in the line so far. When you sit at your desk, this thing corrects your posture. It will actually teach your core muscles to sit straighter. You will be different. You will feel different. I've sold this product for years and years and years, and this is the newest model, the Elite. And we have them ready to go. And the company, the two people that make these, that invented this kind, this product, it's the best kind of seat cushion on the market. If you're driving or you're sitting at a desk, you've got to have it. You'll know why when you try it out. So the G-Seat, I want to push laundry powder, our amazing seller. Sean, you will find that on the household page. Exactly. The laundry powder, the dryer balls. Throw those in your dryer and you will reduce your energy use because your clothes will dry faster. And there's the laundry powder. So those are the things I really want to push today. And then, Sean, if you scroll up a tiny bit, and you'll see on the side, there's an ad for my buddy Larry, Organic Fruits and Nuts. There. This is Jaffe Brothers, an amazing company. He has taken a heavy hit over the years with certain um, things that happened to his amazing, amazing company. The prices are very fair. The quality is great. He's a wonderful human being, and I order a lot from this guy. They even have um, dehydrated vegetables. If you want to throw a soup together, you can take tomatoes, dehydrated onions, peppers, put some broth in there. But overall, organic fruits and nuts, is they are wonderful. They're wonderful people. They deserve a boost. So try stuff. Sprouts, their pea sprouts are wonderful. You buy these dried peas, and then you put them in a little water, and in two days, you have sprouts. So these are my friends, and I really I told them I would give them a boost today on your show. 
Yeah, you did. All right. I've never heard of Jaffe Brothers. That's pretty cool. All right. And your website here, avatarproducts.com. I'll leave the link below. I have this product here, Restore. That'll help you guys restore your gut biome and uh, just explore. And if you want to buy some of these products, you'll be helping Sophia. And I do appreciate that. And if you guys want to sign up over at sgtreport.tv, you will get the link to the absolutely free Sophia Smallstorm newsletter. And what is the title of the newest one? Four fish? Uh, the one that I just released was February. I'm, I'm finishing March, April now, and I discussed a lot of it in this show. So you guys got the content verbally of the newest March, April, but um, February, the newsletter focused on that in- incredible book, Four Fish by Paul Greenberg. Gotta get it. If it's, it's subtitled The Future of the Last Wild Food. And the subject of our discussion today concerns the future of the last wild humans, because that's who we are. Yeah. Yep. The attack against humanity is unrelenting, and our job is to at least get the word out so that maybe we stand a chance. Guys, thanks so much for tuning in. Our guest has been the one, the only, Sophia Smallstorm. Thank you, Sophia. You're welcome. Thank you, Sean. All right. God bless you. And friends, God bless you all. Thanks so much for tuning in. Again, a special thank you to our subscribe stars and our lucky members over at sgtreport.tv. They'll be getting the free newsletter now from now on from Sophia Smallstorm. I'll make sure you all get that every time it comes out. And for real news every single day, friends, please visit us directly at thephaser.com, thelibertymill.com, and sgtreport.com. Those are all antidotes to corporate propaganda and mockingbird mainstream media lies. May God bless you and yours. Bye-bye. When you see the faces of the individuals who are dying left and right, you know, these 16-year-old kids, 18-year-old, 21 years old, they're dying in their sleep, they're having heart attacks, they're having seizures, strokes, brain bleeds, turbo cancers. You know, the average person can't just look away and say, well, that's that's BS, that's nonsense, that's not happening. You know, their faces are right there. These, these, these people are dying.